The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Oh, yeah! This is the Cigar Authority. Have uh, you any imported cigars? The authority on everything cigar, in and out of the cigar industry. It's time to light them up. Smoke if you got them. It's time for the Cigar Authority. I got a fever, and the only prescription is more cowbell. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, August 17, 2019, survey says... The Cigar Authority's first annual cigar survey is complete, and we have all the details. Uh, What do you smoke? How many and how much? Lots of details to talk about. What do you like? What do you hate? And a lot more. Today, we talk about our listeners. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you are listening to the Cigar Authority, now in its 10th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine, Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row, The Cigar Authority is the most listened-to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest, The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. You catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. All right. So uh, no Ed Sullivan, Barry that, Stein that at the Wheels of Steel. That bastard. Um, Not happy about this. No. Taking one for the team. Hey, takes a vacation every once in a while. Um, but anyway, you haven't done this in quite a while. So uh, if you're watching this, there's a lot more buttons for, for Barry right now. But what has happened up here is we are in first class land right now. We've upgraded. I would like to upgrade to first class right now because it's so roomy and spacious. It's pretty awesome. Yes, it is. Look at Jonathan texting away. I'm, uh, I'm sharing the show. I was making sure that everything was going smoothly for you, and I didn't get a chance to do it yet. So at I, the two I, minute and twenty mark, I'm I sharing. I can't do it anymore because the, when the show starts, this the show intro is so much shorter now. Right. That there's not enough time to end up getting it. So, but every way you you're listening already if you're hearing this, so you know how to get it right. Nine years of telling you how to get the show. You know how to get it. Um, and a huge weight lifted off my shoulders that we didn't screw up. Because yeah. if I screwed up, I would be getting yelled at. Yeah, yeah. Do I still have a job? A whole but thing, it's all right? good. So as far as you're concerned, everything's up and running. I'm, uh, yes. I'm just going to confirm YouTube is working. My brother hasn't texted me, which is a good sign. That's a good sign. So, Well, what I want to talk about is first off, and listen, this is a very interesting thing, the survey thing that we're going to go through today. I can't wait to get to it uh, and share with you what, what I know now. We, this is one of those things. Why did we wait so long to do this? We should have been doing this years ago. But anyway, let's light up a cigar and begin. So, Barry, what do we have here? Well, today's first cigar is the Intemperance BA, and it's manufactured in Nicaragua by Romacraft. The size is the 5x50 NV, and it features a Brazilian Ari Paraca wrapper, Indonesian binder, and fillers from the Dominican Republic and Nicaragua. A single cigar will set you back $8.49, while a box of 24 is just $164.99, which is a savings of almost $39 or 19% off the box price on TwoGuysCigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try TwoGuysCigars.com. That's the number two, GuysCigars.com. Interesting blend that Brazilian Arapiaca, Indonesian, Dominican, and Nicaraguan. Four tobacco blend. I know a lot of people with the Romacraft stuff think Nicaragua, Nicaragua, Nicaragua. Right. It has Nicaraguan in it, but we got a whole blend here. This is the cigar that I smoked in Cuba. I was going to allude to that if yeah. you didn't. 
Um, you came back and you said, and I said, how was it? You said it was a great trip. I'm going to tell you all about it. But let me tell you this. The best cigar I smoked down there was Skip Martin stuff. Right. We didn't even carry his stuff. Right. And I smoked. We did it. after that. I, you know, I'm buying cigars as, as that trip was going on and going every single place and buy a handful of cigars every time I went <coughs> to a different, different store or whatever happened. And we went out late at night. It was probably midnight or something. We end up at, at a cigar bar or at a, at a bar. Every bar is a cigar bar. Uh, and every cigar bar or every bar is where, um, what's his name? Uh, you hung around at the bar, the, um, the author. Um, Hemingway? Oh, Hemingway. Hemingway. Yeah. Oh, Hemingway used to come to this bar. Turns out Hemingway was a raving alcoholic because he drank at every bar. Well, every bar says that this is where he hung out. And this was the one bar that had no cigars for sale. And I reach in to grab a cigar in my pockets, and I said, oh, my God, they don't have cigars here, and I don't even have a cigar. So Skip said, here, tr you want to try one of mine? Look at you weaseling a cigar. But it, it's the truth of exactly what happened. And I said, okay. And I'm saying, oh, now he's going to push me and try to sell these cigars or whatever. And I smoked it. I said, damn it. This is the best cigar I smoked the whole trip to Cuba. It's the truth. It's the truth. So let's give it a cut and light. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo, Perdomo the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. This is a double perfecto, pointed at both ends. We just cut one end, but it's very pointed down at the other end, but I got a good draw. And the wrapper mm -hmm. is slightly recessed off the filler. Right. He does that on everything, huh? It seems that way. I don't think on the... Um, Neanderthal. I don't think that's the case. You, you are correct on the Neanderthal. Yeah. But the Neanderthal, he does go through an extra process. They roll a torpedo, and then they cut the torpedo off so it can be completely flat when they cap it. Right. It's pretty cool looking. So now what, what you need here is only a little bit of a flame because it comes to a little, little point. So we don't need much, but we have quite the opposite here right now. We have today the Vertigo Hades. The Vertigo Hades features just one jet. But this thing is capable of being turned up to be an absolute flame boss. It's unbelievable. It's huge. As soon as the, it's cool as hell. As soon as it came in, I had to buy one right away. The Vertigo Hades can the flame can be turned on by a push button. You can twist that push button to lock the flame on if you were making something like creme brulee or maybe lighting a cigar at 80 ring gauge. And the best part about this lighter, besides the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. It's a big, big-ass. I, I would say it takes a tank of gas that it comes filled. It's $24.99. How do you not own one of these? Oh, my God. How do you not? And Easy adjustment on the side. And it's got these things so that it doesn't get hot. Right. Whatever you call those spaces in, be in between. It's those an awesome lighter. I must have it. It's kind and of big for a single jet. It is. It's great. Yeah, you look at it, you expect it to have like six jets. Yeah. But it's pretty cool. It's all it needs. This, this, you have to have this. I'll tell you right now. I carry that in my pocket and impresses the ladies. It does. And makes them believe that it's bent. Is that a curve for her pleasure? Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Okay. So 
There was a sweetness. We didn't talk about the yeah. cold draw. There was a sweetness. I got a little bit of a nutty a, cashew type thing going on. A little sweet, little tang on the cold draw. It burned so well. It tasted very aged. I'm talking about when I was in Cuba with this. It was completely the opposite of what was happening, and it stood out. I'm telling you, and we, I had every one of them. I smoked everything while I was there, and uh, it stood out unbelievable, and we started carrying the product, and boom. It was, was it. Uh, it was a conversation. I don't know how you feel about this being said on the air, but I'm saying it anyways. The conversation beforehand was along the lines of, oh, God, this is going to be a five-day sales pitch because I'm going with Skip oh. Martin. And he really didn't pitch you. He no, just let you smoke the cigar, and no. that was it. We had a good time. But I thought that. I'm like, oh, no, if I end up, I don't have a cigar. And he says, yeah, we want to try one of mine. I'm thinking to myself, oh, no. <coughs> Here it goes, and it's going to be. Here's the whole line. And it came back, and uh, we were carrying he, it. He's such a soft pitch guy, anyway. And one of the most iconic pictures of any cigar oh, celebrity yeah, yeah. was taken on that trip mm. of Skip, Skip doing the George Costanza on a purple velvet couch. It was on top of a rooftop on a beautiful night. It was love at first sight. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I have the picture on my desktop. There we go. It's on your desktop. Every time Damari's behind me, I'm a little scared of what's going on. But Feel a little pressure in the small of your back? <laughs> All right. So uh, let's get to the survey. Uh, it was on the CigarAuthority.com. We did this for only two weeks. And I'm thinking, and we, we got thousands of people, which was great. But I'm thinking next time a little longer. Gee, give thanks. Time. Yeah, because Do all you the work. Need longer than two weeks. I mean, because some people, I, I hear that. Oh, I didn't get to it. I, I missed a couple of weeks. I was on vacation, listen. and they stopped binging and catching up. Um, and I, I, the more information we get, the better it I'm, is. For I me. agree. I just don't know that. I mean, was it down to the wire as far as it, lots and lots of people still it, at it the was, end? It was down to the wire. Yeah. And the funny thing is, I removed the uh, link from the page on the Cigar Authority at 10 a.m. Like I said, I would. And I was still getting entries up to like 11.30. So people had bookmarked it and went back to oh. it. Well, they heard me mention the actual URL on the past show, and they went directly to the URL. Ah. Uh, we, so did, we did count those votes. All right. Stuff came in after yes. the, the close. And I didn't want to count them because of the, of the few that came in after the buzzer, they were in favor of Jonathan. But I was like, I just got to do and it. And you saw everything in the thing. I did vote. I voted one time. Yep. Just, that was it. Yep. His email address, Jake State Farm. Well, that was the name I put down. I used my real email. <laughs> All right. Let's get to it. So uh, question number one was, how many cigars do you, the listener, smoke per week? What did you think it was going to be? I thought it was going to be three to five. I expected it to be higher because... If you're listening to a cigar show, and it, so what I want to preface this by is somebody that listens to a two-hour cigar show is really into cigars more than the average guy. So I think the numbers and the, the, the um, strength categories and a lot of things, you, you, I don't think gives us an average of who cigar smokers are. It gives us who the person that listens to the Cigar Authority is, right? I agree Correct. 100%. Yeah. So uh, it came out as 6 to 10, which is what I thought. Now, the average person that smokes uh, cigars smokes one or two a week. And the, per the average person that listens to the Cigar Authority, the, the most, is 6 to 10, followed by the Which three is to roughly five. one a day. It's one to one and a half a day. Yeah, it's a, it's a little more than what a normal person 
uh, well, they say one or two a week, and this is one or two a day. Right. So, and monograph number nine says one or two cigars a day won't hurt you. Right. It's actually an improvement in your life. There we go. So uh, I, I don't think no surprise there. At the lowest number was more than 20, uh, 6.98%. Um, Say more than twenty. I would like the um, addresses and the emails of those. I was one of them. Well, so. the, the three of us were the uh, oh, more than twenty category. Yeah. So, and there were you know other votes as well. Yeah. Uh, that that's a hardcore guy, and um, all the. Retail- I mean, you're pr- you're almost guaranteed to be in industry if you're hitting more than twenty a week. You're really into it. So, uh, no, I always say to people when we do our cigar tasting stuff. Yes, you need a humidor. The guys that say, uh, yeah, I only smoke one cigar a week. I really don't need a humidor. I said, you need a humidor because somebody buys you a box of cigars. You have a box of cigars. It's going to take you 20 weeks, 25 weeks to smoke that where I don't need a humidor. I'll get, I'll blow through that in four days. No problem. Um, What is your weekly budget? So this is interesting knowing what, how many cigars a week? And I'm going to cry, I'm going to cry foul when we get done, when you get done giving the list on this. Okay. So number one was twenty-five to fifty dollars per week. Now I would say um, that is the average ring of a typical retail store. A guy coming in the store, grabbing a handful of cigars, and leaving uh, twenty-five to fifty dollars. Am I right on that? Yeah, a little more here. It, yeah, it, it, two guys, but uh, in second place comes fifty to a hundred dollars. Then it becomes less. Then it becomes more. And once again. The lowest amount of people, 3.81% of the people say $200 or more That's per week. And again, I Ed would Sullivan. like your email address. <laughs> and, yeah, I I, so we had a couple of guys say they smoke 11 to 20 cigars a week, but they spend $20 or less. Um, the largest percentage is 6 to 10, mm-hmm. and it's 25 to 50. So if it's 10 at $50, it's a $5 cigar. cigar. Right. But you got you got these guys eleven to twenty twenty dollars or less. Retailers check your security cameras. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, it goes to tell you that the the high end stuff. And as a retailer, I'll tell you, it's true. I I wish everybody smoked the high end stuff all the time. But it's a small percentage of people that smoke high end, and it's a giant percentage of people that smoke the very very low end. And then it gradually gradually goes up. The higher you go up, the less percentage it is. In our retail store and in my 34 years experience, this is how it is. I study it. I look at it. Uh, how's it go for online? You know the online business that I better than I do. The online would probably 100 to 200 would be number one. Yeah, because they want to get the free shipping. Yeah. They go up to 150. Well, but that's not. There are more box purchases and they're buying per for the month. individual. Yeah, they must yeah. be buying for the well, month. We have that's... a few guys that are buying for the week. Yeah. 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 I mean, box purchase guys. I, I would say on average, we see them a couple of times a month. Okay. Um, where do you buy cigars? Um, brick and mortar, online, or both? And uh, both by far, almost 70%. Overwhelmingly. Uh, is both. And and I believe that. I believe uh, there's not a lot of monogamy when it comes to, you know, um, even to... Um, this is my cigar store. Period. Mm-hmm. Now nah, you mess around when you're in the when, when you and and hopefully you are. You go by somebody's store and you go have a cigar in their lounge. You're buying a cigar. I'm begging you to mm-hmm. please do that. Um, and you maybe you bought some stuff online, but when you go to the store, you're buying the cigars there. So you're doing both, right? And the, the average cigar store isn't big enough to carry everything. So if there's a cigar you want to try and your shop don't have it, 
Yes. You're kind of forced to go online yep. to try it. Yeah. Um, but you should also ask your guy, you're in the shop anyways, you should buy a cigar and say, you know, I like brand X. By just saying it, there, there it could be enough head, people right. asking for it, and maybe he ends up carrying it, but there may be something in the store that's similar to that. He knows it and can point it out to you. We saw a, uh, a, a little blip that happened from last week's show. Uh, in the stores, our stores, and, and I heard it from you for the Salem store. I heard it from you, Barry, for no, both order. the Nashua store and the mail, mail order, order. Yep. was that we talked about what, what's smoking good. Right. was last week's show. and The after show. Yeah, the after show, Wednesday show. So just Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we saw a movement that, that happened to people going back to that. It was very interesting to, to end up seeing that. Um, we have to get ready for that because as there's going to be no new cigars that are going to come out, right. what, what's smoking good? And we're pushing, and, and, and if you like the idea, I'm pushing to do that bit once a quarter where we really pay attention to finding what's smoking good and put another list out. All right. I, we, and we are smoking cigars today that made our list on Wednesday. Yes, both. Both, Both cigars, cigars, the first one being the Intemperance BA. Which was, we, even even to me of saying, okay, what are we going to smoke this week? We have nothing on the care package going, so what are we going to do? And, uh, you know, not only are we doing it, but after the show, I found myself gravitating right. to something you mentioned to say, well, let me try that again, too. So very interesting show if you want to go back and end up hearing what that is. And we, we'll do it again because it's an ever-changing model here yeah i mean there were some cigars on your list that i went out and tried this week that i hadn't smoked in a while and I barry's was, pointing at me for those I was of you really listening. impressed i was pointing at both of you yeah you were pointing at me all right so um both was the uh almost 70 percent uh 20 percent to brick and mortar and 10 percent to online that's not true that that's how it is. I mean, we always push brick and mortar here. We won't want you to do brick and mortar, but we know that better than 50% of every cigar sold in the U.S. is sold online. It's going to change. We talked to you about how the taxation is going to happen and the tobacco tax is going to end up happening. And we, we think um, the future looks bright for brick and mortar uh, when it comes to c- the cigar industry, but um, that, that's how you, you wrote it down there. And, and I beg of you when we, we do these things, we're trying to look for the right answer. We don't know who you are. We're not tracking an individual but give us the right answer so that we can take this information and uh, uh, use it to our advantage or to our uh, best or to pass it on um, so we had 19 questions and I just gave you number three and his three B we had yeah, 20 questions. I, I was like you don't you of all people cannot complain to Barry that he did three B no you can't complain to Barry that he did three B because you do I have five questions and two tiebreakers instead of seven questions. So I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. And when we put this list together, and we we actually put this list together before the summer, probably before the spring. Yep. And I remember coming up, you know, make this a two-part question. And I don't remember who who said it. It could have been me. Where do you buy cigar and why do you shop where you do? Well, it it is. They go hand in hand. Everything in the list goes hand in hand. Yeah. It's all about the cigar smoker. I think. Well, see, I knew we were going to need uh, some I think, banter material. Yeah. I so. think three B is okay. Well, three B is is five pages long, <laughs> six pages long. Um, so I'm just going to give you the top three because I'm asking you um, why do you why do you shop where you do? The number one reason, price. 
You show up where you do price. Now, again, back to the, the past question, online is only 10%, but 20% show well, up by price. Well, that's exclusively online. Right. If you go both in online and you can't take percentages, oh, all make right. it cumulative, ah, but okay. it would probably be around 75%. All right. Uh, selection is in second place and customer service in third place. Uh, and, the, and then there's five pages of different reasons why... Uh, Honorable mention being convenience, loyalty, and location. I think those are important characteristics well, for and, making and, a purchase. And you know, some some of them the same thing. Availability of stock would, would still be selection, right? Well, yes and no, because now you're talking about does someone order properly? Are they out of stock so the f- more often than they're in convenience stock? Convenience, so too the f- far away. So the first person, when uh, availability of stock showed up on the list, yeah, the first person to do availability of stock did... Selection, comma, availability of stack, uh, stock, comma, and he had like two other things as well. Yeah. You so the one. fact that he listed them separately, I started keeping them separately. All right. All right. And I, we'll make it easier for you next time that we're going to have less of fill in the blanks because uh, we're asking for trouble here of, of those things. Uh, number four. There's a couple of things on there that, that, that retailers should take note. I mean- some people say local store doesn't have a good selection. Yeah. You know, listen to your customers. Local shop won't carry the brand I smoke. If your customer wants something, order it for them. Yeah. You could special order if the yeah. guy, you I know, thought- maybe you'll say you'll have to buy the whole box if you do because you're going to buy a box of 25 and the guy comes in. I, I've been on the receiving end of this mm-hmm. before. Lanceros, for instance. You got to carry these Lanceros. You got to carry. So I'm going to order Lanceros. All right, give me 10 boxes of Lanceros. Mm-hmm. And then. The guy's saying, when are they coming in? When are they coming in? And finally, you get them in, and you open the box and stuff, and he goes, they're here, finally. And he grabs one. <laughs> and then the next time he comes in, I say, I still got plenty of Lanceros. He goes, no, I'm all set. <laughs> all right, so I have 250, 249 cigars left, and you, you're bitching and complaining you want these Lanceros bad. Uh, then that turns into a, yeah, if you want them, you're taking the whole box. I had somebody try to sell me Lanceros this week, and I'm like, no friggin' way. No, it's different. It's well, saying, you, I go, oh, my God. Yeah, every Lanceros different. Oh, my you God. You do have Ed Sullivan now to smoke them all. I do think another point uh, that's interesting is how far <clears throat> down the list free shipping is. And I'm only saying that because we live in a click-to-buy society at this point. I mean, I, Well, but only 10% of the people – a picking online that they buy the show store, so it's not important to them if if they're not buying online anyway. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, I, we could do a show on each one of these questions and dig, dig, dig into. You know, we talk about narrow and deep. Yeah, uh, then we're going to get into your quarter story again, and yeah. I don't know if I can handle that. Hey, future after shows, we could break this down yeah. even further. Yeah, I want to do that on one of these. Uh, actually, number six, when we get to number six, we'll be the at, we'll give the top three, but we'll go do the whole after show on number six. But let's get to number four. What taste profile fits your palate? Again, I want to preface this by we're talking to people who listen to a two-hour podcast about cigars. This is not the majority of people, but it is the people that listen to our show, right? which isn't the same as me, clearly. Uh, although I would listen to the show, but I listen to everybody's shows. Um, number one is medium to full. Medium to full, 55.41% medium to full. Not the case in our stores. Correct. Um, I would say almost everybody's store, it's not going to be the case. 
Uh, but the, somebody that geeks out enough about cigars wants something with a lot of flavor. Not, it's not exactly full. Full comes in third place. Medium comes in second. So it's medium to full, medium, and full. And that's who the guy is listening to the show. Or girl. And there was one guy who said full-bodied, and he listed like Macanudo, Monte Cristo White, and Davidoff. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, that's not full, pal. Right, right. But he was over 61. And I think age is tied into what you consider strong mm. because there weren't truly strong cigars in the heyday of cigars. If I somebody mean, yeah, wa- you did have and your, if somebody you wasn't a, if somebody wasn't a cigar smoker and smoked a Macanudo, they say, "Wow, this is strong because mm-hmm. it's a cigar." Um, but nothing to compare it to. But again, it's uh, medium to full. Uh, the majority. I love. Uh I love the next question, number one. <laughs> number five, do you own a gun? And the answers are yes, no, or none of your business. Which is yes. Which is yes, <laughs> which I have right here. None of your business, I guarantee you, if we ask those people that said none of your business. Now, I know it's none of my business, but I really want to know. Yeah, the, so that, the answer to that question is, do you, uh, do you have a gun on you now? And that's why it's none yeah. of your business. But 54 0.46% say yes, and 11.46% say none of your business. So that's 65%, 66%, uh, and 34% saying no. Now, when you wanted this on the survey, I was like, you're out of your mind. But there's a reason why we put it on the survey. Years ago, I met with a marketing company for advertising, and they wanted me to advertise in golf publications and, and you know all these different things to say what it is. The fact of the matter is one out of a 1,000 people smoke premium cigars. So when you advertise, you advertise to 10,000 people, you've got a chance of 10 people using your product that, that are interested in your product, right. that, that use it. It's terrible. The advertising is terrible when it comes to it because it's so Nietzsche, this, this industry, that it doesn't work out. So the idea was... Is Nietzsche a word? No. Niche. I didn't think so. Niche or niche. Niche. But anyway, they said, we want to try to find a common denominator of what... And we're trying to do it too. What do our listeners do and like and whatever? What does cigar people do? So this was a private club up here where we have the studio at that time. And there was a whole bunch of guys sitting around. And they were with me. And I said, let's go out there and just ask a question. Because we figured maybe it's guns. And I said to all the guys that were sitting here, I said, hey, I have a question for all of you. And they were standing with me. Who here has a gun? And everybody just opened their eyes and nobody moved. And I said, no, let me explain why. They're figuring that um, more people that smoke cigars use a gun and have a gun and whatever, blah, blah, blah. And one guy takes the gun out, puts it on the table. And every single other person, this was a Tuesday afternoon, every other person without exception had a gun on them. Nobody knew it was going to happen or anything. And I'm like, wow. There's your connection. What what have we learned? Yeah, I used to do some work in Philadelphia, and there was a little mom-and-pop cigar shop in Philadelphia uh, called Twin Shop. And uh, everybody there had a sidearm on them. And we were talking 20 people in there playing cards in the back room, watching the Phillies game. Everybody had a side piece. Yeah. I, any bad guys out there listening to the show, rob the bank. Don't rob a cigar store because <laughs> it isn't going to go well. No. You, you don't hear of that, and they're carrying. It's not a soft target. No. 
not at all. So very interesting. Um, 54% own a gun, 11.46 say, uh, none of your business. It's 65% of the people in a cigar store uh, ha- own a gun, and I'd say the vast majority are carrying. I would even say on this panel. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, early thoughts here on intemperance. That's the first five uh, questions. Skip likes to use the uh, the terms testosterone and manbacco. This has plenty of testosterone. There's a lot going on. He doesn't like when I do the different flavors and all that, so I'm going to respect his wishes and just say it tastes like very well-fermented tobacco. Oh, God. It's very complex. No, nobody wants to hear that. We'll get to that later. <laughs> <laughs> I disagree. Right, I may have right. to change my whole shtick. Um, I'd say it's medium. Yeah. Where his yeah. regular cigars are full. This one lies in the medium, why, why I probably like Intemperance the best. It's not as full. Yeah, you're, you kind of but expect as, that. But it, as we're getting into the bulb, it's building spot, a bit. It's building. But, and you almost expect, looking at it, it's, a, it's a, on the darker spectrum of the spectrum, and you're going to maybe, by habit, think that this is going to be out of your flavor profile if you're a medium smoker. But I think it's pretty approachable this by is, anybody. And this is the BA compared to the Which EC. stands for badass. Yeah. Badass, Brazilian Ari Paraca. How do you compare that with, with the other one? The other one is a true Ecuadorian Connecticut. Um, Connecticut shade, Connecticut grown to me was always creamier. Uh, the Ecuadorian. But, but still medium that, at but least. But it's milder. It's mild Oh, it is medium. milder. Okay. But, you know, it, it's, it's one of those, to me, it's one of those cigars that you need to pair with a beverage, be it an adult beverage or a non-adult beverage. Um, it's just, it's drying. The Maduro is right in my wheelhouse. Yeah. Good. It's got some spice to it. Notes of espresso. Strong espresso yeah. notes. Yeah. Good time. It's good. All right. When we come back, um, what are your three favorite cigar brands? We're going to get into that. And who's your favorite member of the Cigar Authority? And more importantly, who came in last? Those oh, questions are answered and a whole lot more. We're live in the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light. For there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Series is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta. The Romeo y Julieta love story with a bold and modern twist. America's favorite love story takes on a modern zeal with this A.J. Fernandez collaboration. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta, crafted in Esteli, Nicaragua, is a contemporary take on the rich and robust profile of the Romeo by Romeo collection. This exceptional premium offering employs an aged San Andreas wrapper considered one of the most flavorful leaves used in today's premium cigar market. Handcrafted in Nicaragua by cigar master A.J. Fernandez. Full flavored, dressed in a stunning San Andreas wrapper. Rich and bold profile with notes of dark chocolate, spice, and licorice. And available in four sizes, Robusto, Toro, Pyramid, and Short Magnum. Competitively priced under $10. 
Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta. The Romeo y Julieta love story with a bold and modern twist. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the Silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lining up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Christoph cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Christoph is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. I want to tell you about my friend Hochi Blanco, a fourth-generation Dominican cigar maker known for growing tobacco and producing highly acclaimed cigars for other people. If some things stay the same, other things have to change. Finally, Hochi's factory, Tobacalera Palmer, has produced the cigar that not only belongs to the factory, but pays homage to the cigar rolling room known as La Galera. The La Galera Connecticut blend is special, using an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper surrounding a Dominican blend of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and a varietal that Hochi named T112. 
With exception of the wrapper, Hochi grows all of the La Galera tobaccos himself and carefully watches over every step. The flavor, smooth, but still offering plenty of flavor in all sizes, paying homage to the people and tools used in the factory. Now for the amazing part. La Galera, Connecticut has a suggested retail price ranging from $4.95 to $6 and has been awarded the Cigar of the Year by the Cigar Authority. La Galera, Connecticut, creating their own version of the Connecticut cigar because they demand more. Hi, this is Brian Charles, living in Bangkok, Thailand, Mr. Jonathan's favorite city. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Bangkok. Giggity. Giggity. We're back, and we're smoking the intemperance and looking at our annual first-time-ever survey and learning a lot about our audience that we never knew. Uh, you know about us, but we're learning about you right now. Welcome back, everybody. We're on question number six of 20. What are your three favorite cigar brands? Holy crap. We got hundreds. This is the part I hated the most about compiling. Right. It was just Well, I asked for the three, which means every person put three, which is, so I should have said, what is your favorite? Yeah. Some people put two. Some people put four. Yeah. Yeah. Three was too complicated. Too Too complicated. complicated. (laughs) So we're learning. And then you had the, the 20 or so that said too many to mention. Yeah. That's no help at all. That's not a help. Yeah. Yeah. Um, In third place, the way we cut our cigar every show. Yeah. Brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. In second place, the brand we're smoking right now. Or are they just saying Roma Craft? Roma Craft. Yeah, all Roma Craft. Not a cigar brand, but just all Roma Craft. And I'll say about 99% of the people put Roma Craft and 1% named a specific Roma Craft. Okay, and we just put it together. We just put it together. Okay, so the company itself. And in first place, anybody in the audience? Padron. Sean Rogers. Sean Rogers is the greatest. He He gets everything 100%. He studied. How do you study? (laughs) The only person that knows. He may or may not have been in the office when I was Uh, compiling the list. (laughs) Okay. Likes to hang out with Barron's in the back room. So, uh, Padron first place, Romacraft second place, Perdomo third place. Romacraft, which is a small brand in consideration of Padron and Perdomo, there it's up there. Again, the person that listens to this show would be interested in Aroma Craft product more than everybody. Uh, because maybe a lot of people don't know about the brand, or maybe, you know, with their after show advertisement or something, now they know about this brand or whatever's going on. Now, I was expecting him top 10. I was pleasantly surprised to see him coming in at number two. Mm. As it kept growing, I kept rooting for him. Right. I know him a long time. But it is what it is. So on the after show, we're going to go through the top 100. We have more than 100, but a top 100, I figure, is, is enough. It's, yeah, that's And let's look at, it, that's what, enough. at what they are. So I got to go through page after page after page to come down here. This is good. Uh, but before we do that, let's do the Don Raphael offer of the day. It's time for the Don Raphael offer of the day. Brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Everyone has a price. Would you do this? And if so, how much? Um, I want to punch a brick or something, but you don't want to do that. But how about um, pour hot sauce in your open eyes? 
So we'll get we some. talking like Frank's Red Hot or? All right, Frank's Red Hot so we, isn't too hot. So it's, it's one of the milder ones. Yeah. Frank's Red Hot, open eyes, 50 bucks. Open your eyes. We pour it on each of your eyes. You get 50 bucks. My wife puts it on everything. She would probably take you up on your offer. She doesn't put on it on her everything. eyes. Everything. On cereal, she even puts it on. I uh, made Pop- the mistake. Popcorn, by the way. Dynamite. Yep, she does that as well. Yeah. I made the mistake yesterday. I was making my version of Mexican street corn, and I diced up the, the jalapenos by hand, and then I, I took a leak. Mistake just doing that. It was a mistake. That's yeah. a good time. Uh, I did not touch my eye because <laughs> I was smarter not, smart enough not to do that. I think I for 50 bucks, I don't think it's worth it. Yeah. It's definitely not worth it. But you did the Mexican corn thing on your new. Oh, I bought a Blackstone. So Ed Sullivan's been on vacation this week. I produced the... Pit Life Barbecue podcast with uh, Johnny and Messy Mike, and they had their guest Craig, and all they talked about were these Blackstone grills. It's a griddle. It's a giant frying pan. Yeah. So I bought one. Cost you. It cost was, you to produce the show. It was 80 bucks, but yeah. you know what? What a fun thing to cook. I don't, I've never liked to grill because I've, I've always felt more comfortable in a frying pan, and this brings the two worlds together. Yeah. Good for breakfast. You do oh, it's good, it's good for anything. Yeah. It's, uh, after one day, it's practically completely seasoned. I did followed all the instructions, and I used the Vertigo Hades to hit some of the corners because I bought one of these. So I hit some of the corners to get the, the corners dark. They're the last ones to go. So nice. I think I have to buy one now. Just watching the video and stuff. I said badass. I need one of those. Okay, uh, we do have a mailbag about uh, last week's <clears throat> offer of the week. Okay. And Sam writes in, uh, Dave and his tennis skills. First of all. We're doing if, this. If Dave is even able to hit Mr. Jonathan or Barry with the ball, I think they'd be more hurt by how hard they were laughing while watching Dave swing the I'm, tennis racket. Listen, I'm going to keep I'm gonna keep swinging it till I hit him. So it's gonna, we're going to hit him. It's not I only get one shot. I get to hit oh, you with a tennis ball. There's more. All right. If, say, oh, I don't know, Serena Williams hit one of them, they'd probably die. Dave, this is the easiest $5 either of them will make in their lives ever. I don't think I'm going to kill them. I'm going to try not to kill them, but I'm going to try to hurt them. I, you're not, it's going to be a 30-minute thing, and you're not going to hit us for 30 minutes, and we're going to have to go inside. See, for each time he misses, he's going to lose some velocity because he's going to get tired. Well, he's going to get tennis elbow after the first one. You are so wrong. I can't wait to do this. You can't even find a tennis racket. All that right. means the last time you used a tennis racket, if you even own one, I don't was own in one. the 80s. I don't know. And it's, it's somebody said they were going to bring one in for me. Who was that? It might have been me. <laughs> All right. It that's was why you. I don't have it. All right. Bring me in the tennis racket. Well, don't loosen up the, the things either or whatever. I want it nice and tight. I wouldn't know how to do that if, All right. if that was even a thing. I'll show you. I'm pretty excited about this next question. Okay. Who's your favorite member of the Cigar Authority? As much as I care about who's the most important or who's the favorite, I want to know who came in last. Which doesn't matter. This is not a, this is not a contest for first place. Yes, it but is. But I will say. If you came in first, you would be all excited. That almost 15% of our listeners like me the most. That's awesome. Which is the least. <laughs> You didn't ask who your least favorite is. You asked who your favorite is. So 15% of them say, I'm their favorite. So, so after the first week, when you said, I don't want you to vote for me, more people voted for you. You were really getting your ass kicked until you said that 
reverse psychology. Yeah, I wasn't trying to, to vote. I you. wasn't trying to play a game. Whatever. You don't like me. You don't like me. That's a Steve Saka move, right? But there. if you're reverse psychology, obviously. Obviously, you're going to come in first. Listen, Ed Sullivan beat you. (laughs) (laughs) And most of them don't know what he looks like. 15.87%, followed by Barry at 27.94%, which almost doubled you, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's almost doubled me. Doubled you. In real life and on the survey. 41.59%, thank you. But when you look at that, 41%, which is nice, does that mean more than half don't like me? No, it's just who's your favorite. Right. So you could be number two. I was hoping for that. A- that should be one of the questions where you have to drag the, the, the name over and put them in order of how much you like them. Ah. Then when any, I come don't in last. Don't get any ideas because the add-on does not support that. Then when I get last place, I'll at least know it's for real. But right now, I'm very happy that 15% like me the most. Look how he turns that around. You came in last place. You should feel yeah. sad. I don't. I love it. And I'm going to work on that all week. I, I like to, to stay true sad. to my fans, and I'm going to keep doing what I do because 15% of you like me more than David. An eating disorder should have happened. Something should have happened. <laughs> and less people like you than anybody else. They like me. That's all that matters. We should have asked, who do you hate the most? Or something like that. That's eh, kind of mentioned in one of the questions, your least favorite part all of right. the cigar authority. All right. We'll get oh, God. It. it gets worse than this? <laughs> How am I going to spin that? So the next question is, how old are you? And, you know, this was a surprise to me because I expected the listener to be younger than they are. And this was an important thing. Where it's a podcast, you'd think younger people were doing and the older people don't listen to podcasts. That's how I find in the podcast studio anyway, the people that come in for the other shows and things like that. It's a younger audience. When it comes to us, 41 to 50 years old came in first place. Now that... Is not all that surprising to me. The podcast is almost 10 years old. That means they were in their 30s when they started listening, and they it, kept we kept them as listeners. So That's one way to look at it. Yeah. That's not, that's not all that surprising to me. Second place, 31 to 40, um, which is 31 to 40 is probably the sweet spot mm. of a cigar smoker, you know, a, a, a geeky cigar smoker, meaning he's really into it now mm. at 30 years old. Yeah. Like you, don't, the 20s, you, don't really start, so you don't really start making your money until you're in your 40s to really have disposable income. Yeah. I'm still, I'm not, I'm not all that surprised still. Third place, 51 to 60. That is surprising. That's surprising. Mm-hmm. And that's 22.86%. So 30%, 25%, 22%. And then way down at 11% is 21 to 30 that's what I thought was going to be at the top. And 21 to 30 was the, the age group that voted the most for Jonathan. Do you know, how do you know The that? young people. Do you know they that? love me. Yeah, I was kind of keeping track of it in my head. In your head. Okay. As you know, Barry is a numbers man. Um, 9.84% over 61. And in last place, under 21. Not one vote. Not one vote. So Good. Take could, that, FDA. That's it. You can smoke cigars at 18, 19, and 20. But you're probably not listening to a podcast. You're not into it. Because they aren't into it. That's all there is to it. They're not coming into the store. Yeah, they are coming into the store because the FDA is sending them into the store. Stop sending these underage kids into our stores. They don't want to be here, and we don't want them in here. But you keep doing it. So that is number nine. Right now, let's take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. 
They're coming to take me away, ha-ha, they're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha, to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats, and they're coming to take me away, ha-ha! It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars, Take No Prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars, with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80. I, I have an observation Asylum to make. Cigars. When you do a really good read like that, it usually means that your asylum sucks. I didn't think that was a good read. I felt and like when I was you, tripping over my own words. And when you do one where it, you have this question mark at the end of every sentence, that's when your asylums are on point. So I'm predicting right now, this one sucks. Two men in Russia celebrated Orthodox Christmas by drinking obsessively, which led to a wager between the friends. In a feat of strength, the men chose to arm wrestle, with the loser having to chop off his ear. In the wow, first that's match, one Christmas party right there. Yeah, yeah. it's an offer of the day, if you ask me. In the first match, Boris defeated Vladimir, which led to a demand of a rematch, in which Vladimir defeated Boris. The two men decided they each had to cut off their own ear, which wow. they did so willingly. Wow. Coming soon to Siberia, the annual Van Gogh arm wrestling invitational. <laughs> and that's not only insane, it's asylum. Cut off your ear. Nobody's doing that. That's pretty hardcore right there. That's right. That's, uh, that's somebody who has consumed too much. Too much vodka. It's nice. probably that. Uh, Could you even do it? Chernobyl vodka. Could you even do it? Oh my God. I've nicked my ear before. It hurts. And it doesn't stop bleeding. Yeah. I've slept on my ear wrong, and you wake up and it's sore because you bent it or something in your sleep. I don't know if I don't know if I could cut my own ear off if it, my life depended on it. Right. That'd be tough. That's a tough one. All right. Uh, we're smoking the Intemperance from Roma Craft Cigars. This is the BA, uh, Brazilian Arapiaca, which has a unique taste to it. It has, a, it has an underlying sweetness, I, I have found. All the cigars that I've smoked with that wrapper on it. They tend to be sweeter. It is the espresso notes, uh, even with a. You ever have an espresso and a little uh, lemon? Yeah, twist? the uh, the lemon rind. The yeah, lemon, lemon, yeah. A little citrus is. you're getting. A little, little bit of that. I'm getting no citrus. So now you're drinking the espresso. You had the little citrus, and you and you mm. twisted it a little bit on there, and you're getting that. No, to me, it's uh, it's There's a little espresso with a little in there as well. Mm. You know the swizzle stick, the uh, rock candy. And you stir your coffee with it. Yeah. It puts a little sugar in it. Yeah. This is espresso with a little sugar. And we are... Uh, Gosh, I said I wasn't going to do that. I'm sorry, Skip. It's well-fermented, well-aged manbacco. That's what I'm getting. If this little cigar is going to take you over an hour to smoke. It, yeah, it's good slow burner. Slow burner. All right. Um, let's uh, go to break. And when we come back, what our listeners' favorite thing about the Cigar Authority is, and another cigar um, that we're going to mention on the after show, a Maduro, that uh, we had on the after show, and we thought it was uh, smoking really good right now. We're going to talk about that. And uh, 10 more answers from our listeners. We'll get to that and lots more. We're live at Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Thank you. 
Stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars, as Rafael Nodal has traveled to Spain, where the idea for Aging Room Solera was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For Aging Room Solera, Rafael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales, where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solera becomes a balanced, and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. Aging Room Solera, it will have you calling for an encore. In a time where humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX. All aged to perfection. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, each artfully crafted blend comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. To create this masterpiece, a combination of hand-selected filler tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf to bring you an endlessly complex and majestic experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allows the blend to marry, creating unmistakable and ever-changing tasting notes that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating each and every drop. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available online at twoguyscigars.com. Sereno, a majestic cigar aged to perfection. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world, from exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of Cigar Science Basics, this is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast, or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th Anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th Anniversary as the Decade on Steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. 
Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. The La Galera Habano uses a classic wrapper on a staple cigar for a classy company. Hi there, this is David Garofalo of the Cigar Authority, and I want, no, no, I need to tell you about La Galera Habano. The La Galera Habano is an authentic cigar elaborated with the hands of the best cigar rollers of Tabacalera Palma in the Dominican Republic. Blended around an outstanding, flavorful Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, the Dominican-grown Corojo binder, and the filler made up of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and Peloto Oro, creating a medium to full-bodied, attractively consistent, and aromatic smoke that envies no other. I love this cigar. Have you tried La Galera Habano yet? Well, what are you waiting for? Available at Better Cigar Shops worldwide is La Galera Habano. The wait is over. La Galera Habano. Justo and his father, Julio Eiroa, are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa Tobacco Farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. This is Nelson Afronso from Selected Tobacco, the company who made and manufactured Atabe, Byron, and Bandolet. You are listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. We're back with our number two. We got the answers from our listeners from the Cigar Authority's 2019 survey. Welcome back, everybody. Wrapping up the Intemperance uh, by Roma Craft. Uh, I like the cigar. It's it's uh, the whole idea was what's burning good, tasting yeah. good, um, perfect burn line. Um, they have it. They're firing on all cylinders yeah. right now. And 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 if this is what Skip is going to deliver, then I can't fault him for only doing the two million cigars, because he's certainly got his thumb on. I think it's one million. Is it only one million? I think it is. I yeah. think I like Barry right now. Yeah, he, I think Dave is right. Yeah, I think it's so. One million, even even smaller amount. Yeah, but he's got the quality control dialed in. Yeah. So, and that's the magic of it. And, um, you know, of course, he isn't buying um, warehouses full of tobacco, which, which you got to worry. Can you get the tobacco? But he has his blends of what he can and whatever he has on Arapiaca. There it is. Not an easy to get tobacco. And a low yield. Indonesian one. inside, the Dominican and Nicaraguan, probably not a problem for the most part of filler that he's using in there, but that wrapper isn't the easiest thing to get. So grab him. Uh, the Intemperance BA, Brazilian Arapiaca, uh, is that. So let's get to the next cigar. And the next cigar is uh, something I've had many, many times. I know this cigar very, very much. been smoking him for years and years. 
What do we got here, Barry? Well, today's second cigar was a cigar that was mentioned on Wednesday's after show, and it's the Padron 2000 Maduro, and it's manufactured in Nicaragua by Padron Cigars. We're about to light up the 2000, which is a 5x50 Robusto, and it's a Nicaraguan Puro. Cigar single cigar will set you back six forty, while a box of twenty six is one sixty five ninety nine. And if you're too far away from a brick and mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two guyscigars.com. So look at this wrapper. This is called toothy wrapper. When you yeah, it is. Uh, all the bumps and everything on it. To some people, they would say ugly wrapper. To me, I think it's beautiful. Um, I, I know the flavors and things I'm going to get out of this. This is. Um, what do I say here? This is not a... Give, give me a direction. You're just standing there stammering. According to Padron, this is an all-Nicaraguan cigar. It's not. Right. Well, they, they call it a Nicaraguan sun-grown Maduro. Yeah. And according to Steve Saka, it is a Mexican San Andreas wrapper right. on the outside. And if you know what Mexican San Andreas looks like, it looks... Much like this. Yeah. And if you know the taste, it's much like this. But there's the controversy of this cigar. Uh, Very interesting that he's the one who blew the doors off that so many years ago. Yeah. And now there's a little controversy going on with his cigars. Yep. Yep. We'll get to that, too. Um, this, uh, I would say, it showed up on, on our survey as the biggest selling or the thing that people like, number yep. one, right? The brand, Was right. Padron. I would say this particular size and wrapper is number one. Without, store, without question. The 2000 Maduro in this building, in Two Guys Smoke Shop, is the number one selling single skew. Single skew. Yeah. Well, when I graduated to Real Cigars, this is the cigar that changed everything for me. Yeah. This was the first cigar I smoked religiously that really got me into and cigars. And as far as it goes, it's pretty damn consistent anyway, mm -hmm. that it's always the same. That's part of the success of Padron is consistency. So it's pretty damn consistent. But every once in a while, it'll be, I go on to the natural for a while and say, well, the natural, whatever, I'm getting away from the Maduro or something. Right now, the Maduro is unbelievable. It's spot on. Yep. So uh, it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. I'm getting an orange cream on the cold drawer. And we just started carrying this orange cream soda. To me, it's this cigar. Now, it didn't happen on me, but typically it always does. On a Padron 2000, you take the cap off, and you may see a little round piece of tobacco that's in there, a little round ball of tobacco mm -hmm. that they put in there to pump the head up or whatever. Somebody else tells me it's a rolling style of that tobacco or whatever, but it's the oddest thing that always in a Padron. I see it, and, of course, this is one that didn't happen. All right. We're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Hades. The Vertigo Hades features a single jet. You've got push-button action. The patented Vertigo big-ass tank. It's a tabletop lighter for the low price of $24.99. It's unbelievable. Barry carries it in his pocket. It's a tabletop, but he carries it in his pocket now and then. Vertigo Hades. You know, a bigger guy has to carry a bigger lighter. Yeah, presses the ladies. <clears throat> Soon I'll have to go to a smaller lighter. Mm. Yeah, you're doing really good with the weight loss. 
Keep yeah, it going. I'm driving now, and the uh, steering wheel isn't touching my stomach, which is a huge <laughs> win. There we go. He doesn't have to take just right-hand turns over and over. <laughs> well, a lot of my of shirts had these wear, uh, wear marks right where the steering wheel would rub up against it. Very chocolatey. Chocolate. Chocolate coffee. Uh, Hands down chocolate. Yeah. Almost like it's almost added. Reminds know, me of it, a Kit Kat bar. Yeah. I mean, this would be one that blinded. Yeah, you pick it right no up. No problem. This is a Padron 2000. Um, Unlike other Nicaraguan cigars that you tend to get the their spice forward, you get the pepper right out of the gate. This takes a little while for the pepper to develop. You get sweetness sweet. right out of the yeah, gate. Yeah, the sweetness is happening right now, and it's going to build. It's going to build as it goes on. Uh, white ash. Uh, unbelievable aging going on on this tobacco. They age their tobacco for a long period of time. They have their blends. You don't see a lot of added things when it comes to Padron. This, in particular, is their cash cow here. This is the one that uh, they make the money on. Everybody thinks the Padron Anniversarios, which are great, and the 26s and all that, but this is the one that... You know, it's the bread and butter. Yeah. It's, are it, you a 26 or a 64 guy? 64. John, yeah, I would go 64. 64 Toro, Maduro, always. Yep, yep. See, I'm 64 natural, 26 Maduro. Mm. But when it comes to the regular line, we call this the regular stock line or the 1,000 series. Maduro. Maduro, by far. Although sometimes you can't tell the difference. But you gave, Look at them in right. the box. Principe is a 64, and that's the one that you... First ever 100 rating, it was a 64 natural. And, you know... The fact that that's right in line. I'm sorry, you did say that. You I don't, don't want to say it's the fact, but <clears throat> the natural Maduro is the same exact tobacco leaf. It's the same blend. It's the lighter ones are called natural, and the mm -hmm. darker ones are called Maduro. It's the same exact cigar, but it darkens, and I think it brings on more sweetness as it Certainly. darkens, mm -hmm. and that's why I end up liking it. It's more sweet than it is on the natural version of it. But sometimes I end up going to the natural, as I say, that I want to calm down a little bit or whatever happens. But uh, I, I, you got to imagine that the, in the case of the Maduro, that because of the leaf is thicker and it ferments darker, that there must be more strength in there. Because I do find, and I've smoked them side by side, I find the Maduro to be stronger nicotine-wise, although a much sweeter flavor. Mm. Well, if there was a way to measure that, we don't, we haven't figured that out yet, but uh, we'll get to it. Okay, where do you watch or listen to the Cigar Authority? First place is at home. Which surprised me. Yeah, me too, 41%, because when it comes to, first off, more people listen to the Cigar Authority than watch it. Good call, by the way. Um, there's really nothing to see here for the most part, except when I'm going to hit the tennis ball at these guys. But 41.72% at home. Um Podcasts typically are while you're doing something else, driving to work, um, at work, doing work or whatever. Um, in the car becomes 39.81%, so now, very close. Now, I wonder if we asked this question in the winter, how much it would have changed things. Because right now, a lot of people have mentioned they sit out on their back deck, they smoke a cigar, yep. they listen to the show. But come November or December, how much would this one change? Yeah. 39, another 39%, very close. So it's almost a three-way tie, you know, if you say two points either way or whatever, outside. 
listening to it outside. So in other words, like you're saying, but this is a, a worldwide podcast mm. that people are in nice weather, not up here all the time, but um, that, well, I 39% just don't, I don't understand the, uh, the one second from the bottom, how that ended up on there. At the gym? Why would a cigar smoker listen to a podcast at the gym? Because they're doing, say they're on the treadmill or something, they put a podcast on and they listen to a show. I remember the first guy that voted for at the gym, he listed his favorite person, and it's Jonathan. Yeah. And I said, of course. Yeah. I just, I mean, I wait on customers day in and day out. More of them look like you than look like me. Yeah. The guy that looks like me is probably the guy going to the gym. I don't know. 2.55% listen at the gym. You're talking a couple thousand people that, that uh, did this. Um, and 10.19% at a cigar shop. Which is awesome. At a cigar shop. So if they're playing at the cigar shop, let us know because we want to give a shout out. Maybe they put it on their TV. Uh, maybe they play it over there. Or maybe you put the earbuds in and go to the cigar shop and listen. Could be. I don't know. Um, and the last one is 1.27% of the people don't. How is that possible? How, why would you take the survey? <laughs> they just they go to the cigarauthority.com and read just reviews. Just read the reviews? Although lately I've been so swamped at work doing this, there hasn't been time for reviews, but that'll start up again this week. That's so funny. All right. Um, number 10. Where am I here? Number yeah, 10. number 10. Um, what is your favorite thing about the Cigar Authority? And 24% say, cigar information, giving information about cigar, which we don't do. We've been doing better lately. A little bit better. A little better. Um, so that's your favorite thing. we got to incorporate more cigar information in the cigar show, which we say at the end of every show. we got to start kicking in some cigar, <laughs> cigar information. Banter, 17.25, which is what it turns into. Uh, humor, 14%. Uh, industry insights, Guest interviews, only 8% guest interviews. I find that fascinating mm -hmm. to myself. That uh, it, It's not our biggest shows of when we bring somebody on. Mm -hmm. You know, you think it would be, you know, oh, my God, we got this guy on, and it's going to be a big bump. Well, we end up on our best behavior when we have a guest, and there's a little bit yeah. less banter. Yeah. And at the beginning of the survey, the guest interview was one and two, flip-flopping. And then at the end, it started to drop. Yeah. Uh, news, Barry giving it to Jonathan. You like that? That little banter it's there. Un unnecessary to put that. <laughs> then you got education, which is the same as cigar information, I think. Uh, care package, tasting notes, reviews. So maybe that's more on the site. The asylum, Barry's quick wit. A classic three-way at 1%. Drinking shows less than a percent. Um, what else do we have here? Uh, personal stories, Dave's coins. <laughs> uh, it made the list. Yep. It's less than a percent. It's le it's half of a percent. That's all right. The after show. Some of these funny things that are there. Um, the drop of Mr. J agreeing with Barry. I don't know how you guys got that. Good. Uh, commercials are fantastic, which is interesting because some people don't like commercials, but it's just part of the show, you know. Uh, technical Ed show. Ed Sullivan makes the list at the very end does, by himself. Does. As what you like the most about... 0.17%. Is that possible? 0.17% is one person. He probably took he the survey it. and wrote right. himself in, which I should have done. And one guy, something to do. It's just The show is just something to do. <laughs> Whatever. Um, so that's that. There's a whole bunch of stuff in here, but those are now, the Now, the next question, I make it in the top three, which I'm very excited about. I'm very proud of it. <laughs> 
This is not to be proud of. What is the least favorite thing about the Cigar Authority? The, the least favorite. Those, the, that 10% of the, of the market, of the listeners, like me so little that I make the list. They love to hate you. I love that. They le- and, they, and they listen I wish I was number one. Number one is commercials. You don't like commercials. And the majority of people that voted that said that they understand why there's commercials. Yeah. It's, it's there. Mm-hmm. They're hopefully not going away. I happen to love them the most. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then second place is nothing. The least favorite There's thing. There's nothing like, wrong with the show, according to those yeah, people. That, that doesn't help. I appreciate you saying that. It's a nice thing. Third place is Mr. Jonathan. Least favorite thing about the show. I'm coming in third place. And this is, I mean, those numbers are all pretty close to each other. And something I, I've been fighting for from the episode number one was the classic three-way that I've been doing all it's this time. It's number four. They, they, they don't like it. Jonathan's ridiculous flavor notes. They don't like that. So I'm on the list now. Two times, and go. in the top five, all, all all of them. Don't talk enough about cigars. You don't like them. We don't talk enough about cigars. The Don Raphael offer of the day, they don't like that. That could go with commercials too, right? Mean-spirited snipping at each other. Some people like it a lot, yep. and then some people don't. So there's a love-hate that's going on there. Um, too much cigar talk. What? Need more banter. <laughs> what? <laughs> too much cigar talk. <laughs> need more banter. Then the next two, which was a tie, which is a tie at 1.79% each. The show is too long and the show is too short. That's a dead even right there. We're going to keep the show the same length. Stop chewing on the mic. Which now that you and Barry are on diets, I don't think we have any food shows scheduled. Mr. Jonathan making it again that Mr. Jonathan can't retro heal. It's not serious enough. The show isn't. Sexual innuendos from Barry. Ain't my fault people don't get it enough. They don't like the asylum music, which we're talking about changing up some of the commercial content or something. But there's pages and pages of this stuff that here, um, Mr. Jonathan won't do the offer of the day. By the way, like that. By the way, one of the things on there was the uh, the gay jokes, and that was one of the things Jonathan wrote in as well. Yeah, did I? Yes, you did. (laughs) I don't remember that. Lack of diversity in guests came in last place. Oh, I know why I did it. I wrote it in thinking this was going to be completely anonymous, and then I had to put my email, and I was like, shit. <laughs> Somebody mentions Chuck Morrison in here. Yeah. Chuck Morrison hasn't stopped by. Chuck Morrison, if you're listening, take a ride one Saturday. Come on over. It was a solid a long, for crying out loud. It's been a long time. It's been, a long, it's been too long. My hair color made the list. People don't like me blonde. Yes, there's, there's so much in here. All right, let's find out what's going on in the cigar world and give you a little cigar Stupid information. Stupid surveys makes it onto the list. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's time for What's, what's up? up in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse Cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled end to bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse Cigar today. And cigar groups in the FDA are due back in court in October for two separate hearings. The first will be to argue substantial equivalence, with the second hearing to argue against warning labels. A few weeks ago, we announced Puro Sabor, the Nicaraguan Cigar Festival, was back on for January 2020, 
and now pricing is set at $1,600 per person or $3,100 per couple, which covers everything except travel to Nicaragua. And lastly, for fans of Tatuaje, this week, twoguyscigars.com got in another 25 boxes of Tatuaje TAA 2019. Well, 24 because I bought a box. And, uh, if and you're you did, smoking them this morning, walking in. And uh, if you want them, they're there for your taking. There you are. And that's what's up in the cigar world. All right. We have uh, coming next week on the show, Eric Newman from JC Newman will be here. Uh, they have a new cigar coming out. We'll talk about that and a lot more. Um, He's big when it comes to what's happening uh, in the cigar industry. He's fighting for their lives there with a, with their own factory in Tampa. So we'll get uh, deep in with him. And um, we got lots coming up. We got a very interesting Arganosa experience we're going to be doing live on the show. It's part of the care package. If you haven't gone into the care package, I recommend it. Uh, this is a good time to do that. Um, and uh, we have... Uh, Gusto Aroa coming in. We have... Uh, Who? Gusto. I thought it was pronounced Gusto. It is, but I'm try, <laughs> trying to do it your way. Um, and we have a show coming up where uh, Mr. Jonathan is taking a day off coming up. So we'll look, look forward to that. That'll make some of our, our people in the thing happy. Uh, I think someone... Didn't someone say I was their favorite? Oh, yeah, it was 15% of them. So you're going to see a 15% drop in that show. And 10% said you weren't, so it's only going to be a 5% difference. I don't think that math sounds right, but <laughs> we'll see. What topic would you like to see on the Cigar Authority covered that they have not discussed in the past? This is great because I don't have to ask you anymore of what do you want to see on the show because we asked this and we have five, <coughs> six, seven, eight pages of topics of discussion, which we're not going to go into eight, eight of it. But um, number one was no help at all. Good job so far. What is that? <laughs> Keep doing what you're doing. But uh, in, in the top comes accessories, uh, Dave's business planning, Mr. Jonathan coming out of the closet. That's not a thing. It is a thing. That is not a thing. It would be a, a, an awesome show if you just finally come out and say it and you, you're relieved. I would have you, to break the news to my wife first. It's yeah. just a whole thing. Okay. Uh, have a tobacco farmers on to discuss farming techniques. We did that one show, but we could do that again. Uh, pairing cigars with alcohol beverages. You just want to see me get drunk. Uh, cigars and women. Oh, Pamela. How have an all woman show or something? Bring on women guests and talk about. They're different than us. They are different. Um, See you roll a cigar on yeah, your own. I learned that in sex ed. Did you? <laughs> I mean, what what would we ask Pamela that would be different than another guest? Does size matter? No, I want to know when she goes into a cigar store how you know people treat her, and it's different than than we do. We got in trouble once, remember? <clears throat> yeah, that somebody didn't like, and you know, there's things to learn there. I think we do that. There's a lot here. Thank you. This is this is a a big one for me because this this is lots and lots of different shows. Uh, some things I never thought about before. One that I find interesting is a counterpoint to Rep X from another rep, which reeks of someone within the industry wanting to come on the show. Yeah, whoever that person was, right? They, they want to end up saying it. It, it was, was actually multiple people. Really? Yeah, if you look at the percentage votes yep. compared to the stuff as you get bottom on the list. Right. Means a, it was a considerable amount. All right. Uh, there's a lot of good stuff here. There's a lot. 
So that is, what was that, question 12? Yep, there was one in here somewhere, I can't find it, but it was how to properly taste cigars, but with Dave in charge. Meaning when oh. Jonathan did it, they didn't like it. All right, we'll do, do that again. It was too technical. He spent a half hour reading an article. I know he reads when he has a show by himself because <laughs> he's afraid he doesn't have enough material. He doesn't know how to banter like you and I. No, he doesn't. Uh, question number 13. I'm sitting right here. I can hear you. <laughs> what is the most important? Don't get all sad now. <laughs> what is the most important factor when influencing your cigar purchasing decision? Most important factor when influencing your cigar purchasing decision. Number one came in flavor profile, country of origin. As a retailer, do people come in? And ask country of origin. Uh, there is one small group of people that come in, and it's uh, it's always they're from the Dominican Republic originally, uh, and they come in and say, "What do you have for Dominican cigars?" And support their country. We've got two hundred different ones, so we show them. Yeah. But other than that, you, you've got people that'll say they don't like a specific country, but no one that says I only smoke. Honduran cigars. I only smoke Nicaraguan cigars. But it's not necessarily a person coming in. Like if I go up to the register, you know, yesterday I bought 10 cigars over in Nashua to get me through the weekend. Nine out of 10 were Nicaraguan because that's what I lean toward. I like that full-bodied spicy taste that's synonymous with Nicaragua. And you, so you have here, the winner was flavor profile slash country of origin. Mm -hmm. So, which for me, which certain what it, countries in, in, is one in the same. So, in temperance that we just had, because it's made in Nicaragua, that had that Nicaraguan profile. Well, it's not because it's Brazilian wrapper, it's Indonesian binder, it's Dominican filler, and some Nicaraguan. But it's rolled in Nicaragua. And What's Nicaragua, that mean? If you look at the scars coming out in Nicaragua, they tend to be a little bit stronger, a little bit fuller bodied. Then cigars coming I, out of I agree Dominican. when it comes to flavor profile, but you, you get a La Flor Dominicana. Which is the anomaly, anom that word. Yeah. Right? That's <laughs> yeah. a cinnamon. And, uh, All right. So 34.92%. We have uh, current mood, uh, 25%. Price at 10%. Uh, online reviews. I want to know what other meant. What is that? Yeah, if you wrote other, send us an email. Let us know what other was because yeah. we thought we covered everything. And, and, and that's an awful lot of them. But online reviews, brand names, Barry's opinion. 4% of the people care about Barry's opinion. Because, because those 4% Two and like, a half percent. Your, like your taste profile, where me and Jonathan aren't towards the upper end of strength yeah. profile. So I'm getting there. Hey, may, <clears throat> maybe, see that even with maybe the other was your two's opinion. Could yeah. be. Um, but we see that with Pat, for instance, who likes full-bodied cigars. Some customers just go right over to him, you know, even if we're on the floor or something. No, no, I want him. And the same would happen in a wine shop or something. Somebody that likes the type of wine you like or sure. something, so they go to that. And uh, size, only 2% of the people care about the size. Uh, and uh, I, w I would say of a close size, maybe a Toro and a Robusto, but if you go to a 60-ring gauge torpedo and things, or Lancero, I think that's going to be a big sway of you came in for a Toro and the guy trying to sell you the Lancero. That may be different. Um, number 14, where do you usually smoke cigars? Where do you usually smoke the cigars? 55.87%. In first place, say outside of my home. 
grow some balls and light up in your house. It is your castle. Don't listen to Says your wife. the guy who doesn't smoke in Not, his house. I now smoke in the house. I won the argument. There we go. 22% where I won't get arrested for lighting up. 12% my local cigar lounge. Uh, Which I have a bone to pick. If we go back to brands that people picked, there, are, there were a few people who, for their favorite cigars, wrote three Cubans. And then they answered they smoke at their local cigar lounge. I hope you're not I bringing not. the Cubans to the lounge and yeah, not making a purchase. Yeah, don't do that if you're one, one of those Cigar Authority listeners because mm. we're better than that, right? Mm. We don't do that. Um, inside my home, 7% of the people smoke mm. inside their home. Um, 2% in their car. I hear that a lot, that the guys come in and say, I don't smoke in my car. It's the best. Makes the drive that much better. It's the best. Traffic, oh, yeah. traffic doesn't seem that bad. I, I don't go as far as I smoke everywhere, but someday I should just go sit in the car and smoke a cigar. It's <laughs> parked in the driveway. My favorite is in bumper-to-bumper traffic, smoking a cigar, and the person next to you has open windows, and they look at you, and they close their windows. Yeah, I've been through all that, too. Smoke goes up. It's not going vertically across. Yeah, yeah. No, it's such well, a horizontal. They look across. at you, and then that, it rolls up. And it's like the ultimate insult <laughs> yeah. at that point. You stink is what is what what they're saying. Um, and at a friend's house, because you don't have one, right? You don't have a house, or or you only smoke with your friends. And yeah, it's very social. You know, my brother-in-law he doesn't smoke unless uh, I go to his house and I bring him a cigar. But if he was coming to my house for the barbecue, he would be smoking at my house, friend's house. Okay. Number fifteen. Which is the following statement is true about you? There are a lot of people behind on their bills, according to this. My cigar budget is determined by how many and which cigars I feel like smoking versus I smoke as many cigars as my budget allows. 72% say my cigar budget is determined on how many and which cigars I feel like smoking. So money is no object. Right. Or you're robbing Peter to pay Paul or whatever the saying is. Um, but you know, especially you go back to that they're only smoking six cigars a week or something. Right. This is the luxury that you can smoke the best cigars in the world, and you can afford that. You can't drive the most expensive car in the world, mm. or have the most expensive house, or go on the most expensive vacation. But you can smoke like a millionaire cigars. Sure. Right. Mm. So that that's the beauty of I I think when it comes to cigars, it is an affordable luxury, and it's not it has to be based on price either. You feel like smoking? We're smoking. How much is this Padron two thousand? What was it? Six forty? Yeah, six dollars. Anybody can do this. And I remember when I started smoking them in New York, which had a tax at the time. They were four dollars. Four dollars. Yeah. So yeah, but it's a, a it's an affordable luxury that anybody can do. And every once in a while, we even see the guys that come in and Dos Ombre, which is our low price cigar that we have in here, Dos Ombre smokers. And then every once in a while, they'll come in and they may buy a Byron, a $20 right. cigar, $30 cigar. They can do that. I, maybe they can't do that every cigar that they smoke, but they can have whatever they want. You can have whatever you want when it comes to it. So Padron 2000 Maduro is everything I said it is. It's a... Regular cigar you can have all the time. It is um, always great. This is milk chocolate with a little cayenne pepper on it. The pepper's starting to come in. It's got a little bite to it. 
and offsets that sweetness yeah, really not, well. It's not black pepper like, um, let's say, my father's cigars type of black pepper it is. This is a different kind of spice. But the overwhelming thing on this than anybody else's cigar is that bright chocolate flavor that's there no matter what. You go into the 64, it's exactly the same with the, of that chocolate note that's there no matter what. A little smoother, a little bit more refined in the 64 to 26 series. But, you know, the, the cayenne pepper isn't as prevalent on those lines, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, but that, that sweetness is padrone. This customer, you know, the, the guy that comes in and buys them by the box all the time and stuff, he doesn't even want a brand switch. No. Nope. This, this is what it is. It's a long finish, meaning after I taste it and we're talking here, I can still taste the cigar. I'm, I'm taking the next puff and I still taste it uh, of what it is of a long finish. Whether you like that or not, this, this is, you want to know what a long finish is, Padrone 2000 Maduro. Long finish. Stays with you for a longer period of time. That being said, we're taking a break. The 2019 Cigar Survey continues. We are live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let's talk a little about Rough Rider Cigars. So here is where the motorcycle culture meets Cigar Nation. This badass looking cigar uses the name Rough, but delivers a smooth as silk ride each and every time. Even before lighting one, you can't help but notice it's sweet like honey flavor. Smooth and creamy, resembling slightly sweetened butter. Outstanding! The Rough Rider Cigar is so beautiful in so many ways. We're talking a premium cigar, imported, long filler cigar, but wait till you hear the price. Every cigar is in the $3 price range, that's right. Even the Churchill in the 6x60, every cigar is in the $3 price range. Rough Rider Cigars, there's nothing rough about Rough Rider except the name. Rough Rider Cigars. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican cigar manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Anduyo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma, and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. 
Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua, and Anduyo. Available at top retailers like twoguyscigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar & Company. It's time to light that cigar and stay tuned. Ooh. The Cigar Authority will be right back on the United Podcast Network. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Legendary brand opens a new chapter in its storied history with the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez. The nearly 175-year-old H. Upman brand in collaboration with storied cigar maker A.J. Fernandez bring a medium to full-bodied, sweetly balanced, and yet complex smoking experience. Boasting an Ecuador Sumatra wrapper, this cigar produces incredible aromas and nuances of sweet spices. Today, almost 175 years later, the legacy of H. Upman lives on a brand new take on an age-old brand. Handcrafted in Esteli, Nicaragua by Cigar Master A.J. Fernandez. Available in four sizes, priced under $9. A legendary brand opens a new chapter in its storied history with the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez. This is George Padron from Padron Cigars. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Look at Barry jumping on that because uh, it's good. We're smoking the Padron, and he's on top of it. He, he, he screwed up with the uh, with the mix, but the mix. But <laughs> it's all right. We'll just make make note of that. We'll just pretend like it didn't happen. Hey, one instead was, of drawing mistake, a, being instead of drawing state, attention to it, it wasn't that bad. Yeah. Okay. That's what he says. We're back. We're smoking the Padron 2000 Maduro, uh, a cigar that is smoking very good as late. But I can never go back and say when it wasn't smoking good, but it's smoking. I think it's smoking really exceptionally, exceptionally good. well. Good, good, good call. Yeah, we're going through all the different uh, questions we asked. We got through 15 of them, and um, we have actually four more left. So let's get to it. And question number 16 is, 
approximately how much time per week do you spend online learning about, reading about, discussing, and shopping for cigars? So all combined. So how much of your week is spent around having to do with cigars? And that includes listening to the Cigar Authority, which happens to be two hours long. Right. Uh, I find it interesting because uh, in first place, it was three to seven hours. So you listen to the Cigar Authority for two hours, and then you spend at least an hour maybe reading Barry's reviews, other people's reviews, yeah. maybe somebody else's show. The after show. Uh, maybe looking at uh, <clears throat> cigars to buy or whatever you're doing, uh, up to seven hours, which is... Hardcore, I'd say. That's an hour a day. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, second place, one to three hours. Second place, uh, one to three hours. So it, in that case, if, if it was on the high end of it, it's two hours in the cigar authority and, and an hour for other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, in third place, at 11.11% is zero to one hours. Zero to one. If you're listening to this show, you're not being honest. If you're listening to the show. Right. Well, maybe some people do like Sean does. He leaves at the uh, hour and a half mark every time. <laughs> um, and then followed by 7 to 11 hours is hardcore, 10% of uh, the people. 11 to 18 hours, um, you should get into the business. If you're spending that kind mm-hmm. of, and you're not in the business, 11 to 18 hours is uh, 6.67%. And... In last place, it's still 6%, is all day, every day. You need other hobbies. It, it, and maybe that's 6% of the people that are, are in the business because mm. I fall into that category that mm. it's, you know, every day, almost, you know. Yeah, but you've got, you got go, family time. You go stuff. home at night. Are, are you still looking for cigar stuff? Or are you? I'm looking. Okay. Yeah, that's not, that's when I'm doing my social media stuff to look look. <laughs> What are people writing about and all this? TV's on, mm-hmm. and the family's there, and I'm talking to them too, but that's when I'm multitasking and looking at And I bring my briefcase home with my cigar stuff, and I'm writing stuff that I want to do tomorrow. And I'm, I'm sick, so I'm in, I'm in that uh, bot, bottom end. Sending me text messages of stuff that he found. Right. Yeah. Can you believe this yeah. is happening? You notice I, I've gotten a few of those yeah. over the past week or two. Yeah. Yep. So 9 o'clock, all of a sudden, this comes in. Well, how could that possibly happen? Because that's when I saw it, and that's... Uh, Okay, number 17, which country are your favorite cigars made in? This is pretty obvious because this falls into where the top cigars fell and everything. 70.48% Nicaragua. crazy high. Crazy high. It's higher than the percentage of Nicaraguan falls in a 30% range. And this one you gave people the option on the the specific countries whereas the other one they could pick up to three this one you had to pick the top one yeah uh which is probably the way to go right um dominican republic coming in second at 18 percent third place honduran at five percent cuba at 3.17 percent other is 1.9 percent where could that be i don't know and here's the interesting thing about other the people that listed their favorite cigars would have fallen into that uh, the Nicaragua, Dominican, Honduran, Cuban category, but they still went other. And then we even have Costa Rica in, in there at 0.63% and USA at 0.32%. So and, and Mexico? Was, 
You know, I'm trying to say, what the hell could the other be? I guess, yeah. Yeah, they, they didn't pick cigars as their free favorite that would have fallen into Mexico. And an interesting point is a lot of the consumers, you know, they named three Dominican cigars as their favorites, but then they selected Nicaragua. So I don't think a lot of customers truly know where their cigars are made. I'd like a question to I mean, show up on the survey next year. Would you would, like a would you rather question? Would you rather smoke a really good cigar? Would you rather have sex? You know, all the would you rather eat a good meal and see where cigars fall? Can we add that? We could do that. We got to come up with new questions. Right. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask actually our listeners to help us with that based on you hearing all the questions that are ha- having there. So if you sent, go to the cigarauthority.com and you go to the contact us, you can put something in there. And we got a lot, of, a lot of time to get this together anyway, but I'm a guy that likes to get it together and we'll be all set for next year. Mm-hmm. But um, we will make next year's last longer and not necessarily do it at the same time of the year, but we'll get one in for next year. And um, there was one guy that, just to finish my thought, sorry to cut you off, not really, but um, there was one guy that picked Perdomo, Oliva, and Padron as his three favorite cigars, and then he checked Dominican Republic. Hmm. Any chance Dominican Republic was close to Nicaragua? Maybe he just selected the wrong box by mistake. I don't remember the order that they were in, but I just think a lot of people don't really know where cigars are made. Could be. Okay. That was number 17. So right now it is uh, time for the matchup of the week. That ding ding means it is time for the matchup of the week brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair. Victor Sinclair cigars. Who would win this hypothetical battle? Which one? Is the right one. Would you rather create history or delete it? <sighs> create history or delete it? This is a personal question. There are a few things I like to delete, but if I can make my own history, I could reverse it. So I'm going to say. Like Superman, what? Turn the world around? How are you going to do that? No, nah, you know, reinstate, uh, get rid of the Cuban embargo. Provide the argument that removes the embargo. Okay, but not make it so it never happened. It'll still be beneficial to me. So which one do you want to do? I'm going to create history. I'd rather be known for something, create history. God damn it, I hate agreeing with him. But I I, I have so few things, and I'm going to go personal on this, I have so few things that I would want to take back that I really regret. I would rather... Regrets, I've had a few, but two for you to mention. Would you want to take back tying a ribbon around a guy? That never happened. So I can't take it so back. So you want to yeah. delete it. <laughs> it never happened yeah. to begin with. Yeah, if that's the story you're going with, you okay. stick with the it. The story take it I've to, always gone that's with. That's a take it to the grave story. <laughs> Obviously not if it really happened and it got out there. So Tony Orlando and Dorn came on and Ty Yellow Ribbon was playing. Do you start reminiscing? Oh, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> not just right now either. I just hate you. <laughs> Make history is the correct answer. I'm with make history. Make history, and uh, I can't say what I want to say, but I'm going to make history. What statement best describes you? It's question 18. Um, 18, what statement best describes you when we had three choices? Sometimes I try cigars based on review ratings, but mostly smoke what sounds good to me. 55%. I don't care 
at all what the critics say about any cigar. I smoke it, inform my own opinion. 32% say that. And I, I mostly smoke cigars that receive high ratings, good reviews, and... From respected cigar from media. From respected media, 12%. I don't believe this to be true. No. I don't well, believe. the last question and the first question kind of are along the same lines. Sometimes I, I try cigars based on reviews, or I mostly smoke cigars that receive high ratings. That's the same thing. No, I don't care is, the, is what the ratings are. The other one says that's what I do do. Yeah, sometimes and mostly are different. Yeah. Sometimes it's three out of ten, it's four out of ten, five out of ten. It's the same question. Mostly is eight or nine you, out of ten. You're splitting hairs, Barons. In order for something to sound good to me, they have to read the review. Yeah, in both questions, the guy read the review. I really think, and I'm going to go back from the very beginning of Cigar Aficionado magazine and people walking in and actually grabbing those. Let's go all the way to yesterday of people listening to the after show and actually we're mentioning that these are burning really good and it actually made a blip on the screen i mean it really did um and and that goes for anything movies you, you hear somebody say how great a movie was and maybe you go to it and you wouldn't have went other words a restaurant oh my god this restaurant is really good or something or read the review on the restaurant that says how it is or watch something on tv and you see the dish you know how how it is on social media somebody puts a post a picture of it or something it's a, it's a major influence and we have major influences within this cigar industry True. And, and magazines, podcasts, reviewers, all that stuff. I think Pitt plays a big part of it. I remember fighting for the bloggers and stuff online and saying that to the IPCPR at the time. Um, listen, these guys are big influences that have to it. Even me, myself, uh, and, and I'm in this every single day, every hour, and I end up seeing a review on something that, say, maybe was at the trade show this year, and I passed on it, and I smoked it, and I passed on it, and I say, did I miss something here? Let me try that again, and I end up going to it again. Same thing has happened to restaurants. That I went to a restaurant. I didn't really care for it. I never went back, and then I read something about it, how great it was, and I say, let me give that another shot. So I, th I think that, that there's a big thing when it comes to these, these people out here uh, writing the reviews and, and all the stuff that I think it's bigger than anybody believes, including the listener that's listening to it. You don't realize how much influence that has on you. It's true. I yeah, think so. I think you got to give everything at least two chances. Like even a restaurant, who's to say the chef, what, the main chef wasn't off that night? And why are you listening to this show if you, if you don't care about the review or what, what we're well, saying about we got a lot of people in the care package that are forming their own opinion and we hear from the, them from time we, to time which is the greatest part that yep. we're, we're telling you maybe if this was the care package cigar it's not but if it was and we're talking about it and saying wow this chocolate thing and they go these guys are crazy it's absolutely not that's okay but you're listening to what we're saying and you're disagreeing. I go to that restaurant again for the second time because some everybody else is talking about it. And I eat there the second time and I say, I don't know what the hell they're talking about. I don't like it. And, and I'm done at that point. So it's, I think it's a big deal. It's a big deal listening to uh, 
what these are, and I, I think more than ever it's happening because of social media. These things pop up nonstop. If yep. you follow on social media, it's there. Um, so um, that is number 18, and we have the last one now. How important is it for you to support a highly qualified business or a high-quality quality business? He makes up words as he goes. Yeah. Uh, when buying cigars. Um, and very important becomes 45%, followed by pretty important, which is pretty important. Uh, uh, <laughs> Thank mo- you, Captain Obvious. <laughs> yeah, most important factor, uh, slightly important and not important at all, 2.8%. And I'll tell you why, when it comes to cigars, it's important. Maybe not everything. If you're buying a gadget, if you're buying the lighter, it doesn't matter where you buy the lighter. And if you were able to get it a little cheaper or more convenient or anything, but when it comes to high-quality business, it matters because temperature, humidity, but how they care for this matters to a a good cigar becomes lousy in the wrong uh, temperature, humidity, everything. It we've really seen, matters. We've seen pictures on social media of cigar shops. Somebody will take a picture inside the humidor, and the cigars are covered in mold. Yeah. You know, they'll argue it's plume, but when 90% of the cigar is covered, it's not plume. Yeah, no. No. So, very, very interesting survey here, and we're going to go deeper into on the after show on it. Um, but I think we get to the classic three-way because uh, some people don't like it. Yeah, you don't like it? Tough nuggets. There we go. Classic three You've heard of Epic Rap Battles. (laughs) But now it's time for the Epic Battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. In classic history. Here's looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under three dollars per cigar you like that baby let him know where i came from yeah choose any blend including the classic connecticut for its mild and smooth taste the classic maduro for its bold and spicy flavor or the classic cuban for its sweet sun-grown and nutty overtones that's undertones you idiot whichever classic you choose it's a classic cigar available at twoguyscigars.com that's twoguyscigars.com celebrate today with a classic cigar. All right, so so it's less painful for the people. Today, we have two questions and one tiebreaker. That's three questions. It's not. It might be just two and that's it. Yeah. It and we only have two people, nothing. and it's a classic three-way with two people in it. But Barry is our champion because Ed Sullivan is not here. And, and I he am playing the role of Ed Sullivan today. And you are, so. Well, then it's on the line. Now, I don't know if you caught it on social media today at all. But somebody actually put somebody's birthday down, tagged Cigar Authority on it, and said, here is the question. You didn't see it? Didn't see it. And I didn't respond to it. Did you see it? No. Left my phone in the car, so I wasn't browsing social media. Somebody said, happy birthday to something, and and wrote that he's the best, and blah, blah, blah. And this is um, on the Cigar Authority today, and I was going to say, oh, thanks a lot, because I already wrote him, and yes, it was. And I only have three. Two, well, I actually have two in a tiebreaker, but um, it's good you didn't see it, unless you're lying. So, Barry Stein, two points for exact, one point for um, getting it right. Robert De Niro is an actor, producer, and director. 
is a recipient of numerous accolades, including two Academy Awards, Golden Globe Awards, Lifetime Achievement Awards, and more. De Niro casts as the young Vito Corleone. You know this. The Godfather Part 2, because you saw it. Jonathan, it's a movie about the gangsters and stuff. It was really good. And he poured Never saw that. Jake LaMotta in The Raging Bull, <coughs> which some say is the... One Hit me again! Raging. No, Cut Me Mick. No, that was... That uh, was Rocky. Rocky. 1945. 1945. 1943. 43. Somebody has two points right off the bat. Mr. Jonathan. Somebody saw it on social media. Killing it. Did you see it on social media? Tell the truth. Doesn't matter. You could. It was out there. I I have no comment. (laughs) Yes, he did. It's like the guy that said none of your business. Mr. J. Two points. Okay, it's over to you, Mr. J. You can catch you can catch him now with two points, or else <coughs> Mr. Jonathan is the winner. And champion. No, because yeah. next week Ed Sullivan no, comes Barry's back. Barry's playing the role of Ed Sullivan today. He got to go first. And this is championship why, is up for and grabs. This is why people say they don't like him. Yeah. Sean Penn is an American actor, director, and filmmaker. He's won two Academy Awards for his role in mystery drama Mystic River and the Biopic Milk. Penn began his career in television on The Little House on the Prairie following his film debut in the drama Taps and Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Sean Penn, born today. What year? 1949. 1949. New Kids in the Block, and all the Ransom Kill Boomtown. 1972? 74. 69. 69. Wow, looks good for his age. So maybe it's less painful if we do the classic three-way in less time. But we're going to look at this stuff, and we're going to... The idea is to improve the Cigar Authority as it is, and those are questions and answers that we got. Thank you. And we're going to get to the after show, which is going to go through your favorite cigar brands, because maybe this cigar brands in we in here we don't carry, maybe the ones we didn't have on the show before, um, or maybe some that we never even smoked before that would be interested in, and so maybe with our listeners, and hopefully too. I got to say the thing about the Padron 2000 series is they smoke fast. Well, I put the cigar down. I just did the classic three-way. It's still lit. Yep. I love that. They do stay lit for a long time, but it burns faster than the intemperance that we smoked in the first hour because that was a thinner cigar at the beginning and a thinner at the end, so that the intemperance has more tobacco in it, I think. I think that they put a little less tobacco in this and they box press and it. They, so box, it, they see, do, and they have to to box press it. Right? Now, if I measure what I have left of this cigar, what I had left of that cigar after the hour, they're exactly the same. But we're not at, well, all right, yep. I guess. Do you call this box pressed? Yes. We have the Padron 64. It's box pressed. Right. This is soft box press. So that's actually pressed. Okay. But uh, yeah, I think it's more that they make the box a little smaller, so they put the cigars in kind of round, and then they mush the lid shut, put the seal on, and it presses itself in the box. Because people don't look at a regular Padron. You know, people will say to me, I don't like box pressed, and yet they'll buy regular stock Padron and not Padron Anniversario. And that's something, too. Box pressed, not box pressed. There's people that don't smoke box pressed cigars. 
I don't think there's people that smoke bark breast cigars that don't smoke round cigars too. Right. But there are people that smoke round cigars that don't smoke. And there's people that I mean, there's there's people everywhere that oh, I only smoke torpedoes. Okay, well, not everyone has a torpedo in their in their line. So yeah. now you're restricting the number of cigars that you can smoke, the number of brands. Yeah. Or they don't smoke torpedoes. I, for me, I don't like to eliminate anything. I'll try any cigar. There's no eliminating characteristic. Yeah. Not to beat a dead horse, we did mention that these cigars are smoking great. They are. But this is one of the best Padron 2000 Maduros I have ever smoked. I told you, they're, they're on fire right it's, now. Yeah, it's unbelievable the amount of flavor and how smooth and balanced Burn line, it is. The, the, the ash. I have dinner the, at the, uh, is great. the reigning champion's house, Trevor. Uh, he's the only person to have 100% wins on the, the classic three-way. And he cheated. And he, uh, he cheated. He studied. Yeah. I had smoked my like, regular cigar. Like cheating in school. Studying. And he brought out a Padron 2000 Maduro and said, I want you to smoke this. And I'm like, ah, you know what? The ship sailed for me on Padron. I'm just not into it. And he goes, just trust me. Smoke it. And I'm like, holy crap. And I keep going back yeah, to it. Yeah, great. Great. As, as the intemperance was. So these are great cigars. If you haven't caught last week's show, it was interesting. We got lots and lots of uh, good meal on that. Yep. So uh, that's that. Okay, next week, uh, Eric Newman from J.C. Newman and Fuente Newman joins us in studio as we talk about America and the future of the oldest and last standing cigar factory in Tampa. That and a lot more. Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Hey, maybe you learned something in the last two hours. Maybe not. We did. We did. But always keep the lid end out of your mouth. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.